Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Now, this show does have a bit of a nautical theme. There was no plan, of course. But do you all remember the Albion Ferry? That was the passenger and vehicle ferry service that sailed uh, on the Fraser River between Maple Ridge and Langley in, uh, in, in here in BC from 1957 to 2009. Uh, it was, of course, replaced by the $800 million Golden Ears Bridge, which sees about 30,000 vehicles per day um, uh, once the uh, toll was taken off in 2017. Joining me now is Maple Ridge City Councillor Ahmed Youssef, who wants to, I wouldn't say replicate the Albion Ferry, but probably modernize or bring something that's very similar to the Albion Ferry, although an electric version of it. Uh, Minister, uh, sorry, Councillor Youssef, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So where did this idea come from? Uh, we just have shut down the Albion Ferry not too long ago. It was only 2009. And now you want to bring something back, but obviously a, a, an electric version of this. Why, do you, why is that needed? Uh, it's certainly needed because of what we're seeing today and the rapid uh, climate changes that we're seeing. First off, it's not a an Albion Ferry 2.0. It's quite different. It's a river bus concept that is based on my experience having grown up in Egypt, in Cairo, where we utilize the river for transportation of goods and humans, and then seeing the same model replicated throughout the world, both in London, in, in Holland, and down in Australia. Uh, so the, the all-electric boats that are designed and manufactured right here in Kelowna, BC, mm-hmm. uh, afford us the ability to have our investment dollars stay within the province, and at the same time, it incorporates the mass transit, the tourism and community building and reconciliation most importantly into our daily commutes imagine if you will floating along the river in a comfortable silent vessel because these are all electric vessels they're not polluting they're not producing vibration Mm -hmm. Uh, they are uh, zero emissions and as you're going uh down the river it's about a 20 minute voyage from let's say maple ridge down to uh new westminster uh-huh. you're able to uh, have a visage of the greenery and of the water the alternative of course is quite literally seeing red as you're sitting in traffic looking at the taillights of the vehicle in front of you mm-hmm. uh, being on the same boat with others uh, will spark conversations will lend to forging those human bonds and allow us to really connect with one another, something that the, the pandemic has proven to us is, is desperately needed. So just to uh, confirm, it, though, that it, so it's a passenger, it would be passenger only, no vehicles. Yes, passenger only, no vehicles. And the initial route would connect communities along the Fraser River in the lower mainland to TransLink hubs, to SkyTrain and bus services uh, that in other municipalities that can then uh, connect individuals to where they need to be. So we're talking about connecting Maple Ridge, Pitt Meadows, Port Coquitlam, Surrey, and New West by utilizing this pristine highway that requires no maintenance, paving, or de-icing. It would significantly reduce the entire region's carbon footprint by taking cars off the roads. Not only are we taking uh, internal combustion engine cars off the roads, but even electric vehicles that occupy the same amount of space as uh, ICE 
uh, vehicles, as they're called now, they run on the same type of tires uh, made from fossil fuels. They use the same braking systems, again, carbon-based, and watching them occupy the HOV lane while being predominantly single occupancy uh, does not make a lot of sense to me. And that's what sparked my thinking and what can we do that would be better and we have as i said this pristine highway right here that we can utilize without having to really put much effort into its maintenance do you think the technology if i may yeah go ahead i'll let you finish i just wanted to speak to the reconciliation piece Mm -hmm. which is quite important by incorporating first nations and bands along the river in this project they would have the opportunity to purchase and invest in the vessels themselves, and they would be able to paint uh, the, the vessels in their traditional designs and colors, but also have their members operating the vehicles, providing a revenue stream for the nation or band and the individuals and their families. Mm-hmm. Having as well a brief presentation on board about the history of the nation and the band, showcasing the cultures and traditions of our First Nations would, in my opinion, be quite a tangible step on the path to reconciliation. So let me, let's just look, deal with the technical issue for a second. Please. You have an electric uh, uh, boat, uh, a vessel. It would have to carry passengers. You have the s- speed of the Fraser River itself. And I'm going to assume we got people on board. You're going to have to have uh, life jackets and, and perhaps a secondary lifeboat. I don't know. Um, can electric vessel, electric run vessel, carry that weight, deal with the, 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 just the, the current itself with the Fraser? Is the technology there to deal with all of that? So great question, and the short answer is yes, depending on the size of the vehicle. So according to Navigation Canada, the the federal oversight organization that oversees our our naval navigations, Mm -hmm. um, up to approximately 15 passengers, you're okay to operate what's called a water taxi, much like the the ferries and the water taxis that you see around the False Creek area and, and that sort of thing. Once you go past the 15 passengers, then when you're required to have life preservatives as well as uh, a, an external vessel that would be used in case of an emergency. Okay. Having the all-electric uh, boats that are designed and manufactured right here in Kelowna, along with, uh, as we heard yesterday about the Hexagon Purist building zero-emission trucks, the battery technology is there. Uh, and in Maple Ridge, we also have Molly Cell, which are developing ultra-high-power cells for the batteries. So British Columbia as a whole is positioned to be a world leader and, and demonstrate the future of zero emissions transportation of people and goods. Uh, we don't have a lot of time here. We've got about a minute left here. How would it be paid for? I mean, would this be about, about this would be all public dollars you're thinking here, or there, is there a possibility for private investment as well? When you're talking about TransLink, which is public, but... I, any idea in regards to how the finances would work? Uh, in in my proposal and in my vision, it would need to be a collaborative effort between First Nations, between municipalities that are along the river, the federal and the provincial government, as well as, of course, the opportunity for private investors to be able to uh, invest into the service as it will be a revenue earning service and it will be operated uh, on its own. I have reached out to TransLink and they are aware of my proposal. There's really been not much movement. It was brought up to them back in 2019 at the TransLink 2050 elected officials forum. Uh, I also proposed the same to the Port of Fraser Vancouver mayor's table, as well as Metro Vancouver's climate action committee when I served on there the last term. Uh, And I've gone so far as to share the idea with Minister Heyman and his staff and even 
Fortis, BC, because they do operate an, a power and electric company in the interior. Uh, and everyone is excited. However, thus far, there haven't been any real tangible movement or serious consideration of the concept. So this is why I'm pondering uh, if the possibility is there for a private enterprise to consider investing into it and starting the service. Councilor Yusuf, thank you for your time today. Pleasure.